Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I am not going to give you a super duper long introduction this morning because um, our podcast is actually quite lengthy, but I do want to give you some background on what it is. And I'm going to also just out myself and say that I'm late in posting this because right now in life, I am feeling a little bit behind the eight ball and I don't know what that is. Like maybe it's because I can't wake up until seven o'clock in the morning. Um, I am learning about myself that maybe I'm not a morning person as much as I thought I was. Super fascinating topic for another day, another time. Um, But I don't really know what it is. I am just feeling a little bit behind lately and this podcast being posted late is a great example of that. Um, So today, the history behind today's show is that last December, I was nominated, I, Emily, was nominated as the Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month. Um, And as you know, we've been featuring the Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month on the podcast. So we decided to do a podcast together, which obviously wasn't talking about me as the Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month in um, last year because you've all heard plenty from me, but it was just kind of like a back and forth um, to discuss like what our feelings are on the past year, what we've learned, how we've grown, and just this, that, and the other thing. Um, so Lindsay Taylor from Naughty Good Bites is joining me again this month, and we are featuring me as the Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month in December for Be Selfless, but we talk about so much more than that. So I think you're going to have a lot of fun listening to the episode. Um, And make sure you hang in until the end because we announce the She Built This Woman of the Year top five contestants and talk more about their stories. And we also have some other news at the end too about an upcoming event. Um, Next week, I think I am going to do a recap of the year and just like talk about some of the things that have been on my mind lately to share with everyone. Um, Maybe I'll get into the fact that I've discovered that I'm not a morning person as much as I thought I was, which actually now that I'm thinking about it, I think I always knew this because I used to have to work at a chiropractor's office and at like seven o'clock, that's when we opened the doors and I was bleary as all get out. So more on that later. Um, But I hope you enjoy today's episode and I hope you're having a lovely first couple of days of the month. Hi, Lindsay, and welcome back. Hi, Emily. Thank you. Um, So Lindsay and I decided that, so rewinding, last year um, in December when I, I think, was it last year or maybe the year before? I don't know. But I got got nominated as one of the body. Oh, last year. Okay. It was really long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really was. Um, So last year I got nominated as one of the Naughty Good Bite Women of the Month. And as you know, we have the Naughty Good Bite Women of the Month on our podcast. 
um, on a monthly basis. So we said, oh, we should, have, you know, we should like feature me who is nominated. But then that seemed like a silly idea because it's my podcast and I'm featured every week. So we decided to just have a conversation instead. Exactly. Exactly. About why we do it and everything. Exactly. Yeah, it was fun. You were a no brainer for the um, Be Selfless December 2019. No, I'm just saying it was the 2019 one, um, which was just last year. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and remember how we all wanted 2019 to end so badly? <laughs> we didn't know what was coming. Yeah, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, that's for sure. Agreed. Um, yeah, so on the topic of be selfless, I'd love, because I find you to be also pretty selfless, um, I'd love to hear what that means to you, and I'll also share what being selfless means to me, because I think my definition has changed a little bit in the past year. Oh my gosh. All right, so you got me on the spot. And, and can we tell all of your listeners that none of these questions that we decided to ask each other were preempted, so we don't know. <laughs> like, we are on the spot right now. <laughs> Oh, correct. Well, I mean, I did tag you, so you could have hypothetically seen them, but I know that you didn't actually look at them. So I've tried not to. I think it's good to be a little more genuine, right, in our responses. Um, But I would say um, being selfless to me, um, I I mean, I'm a mom, so right? So you give you everybody's before yourself. Um, I understand we all have to take care of ourselves, but it's just in our, in, I think, female nature, not just moms, but I can relate as a mom too. Um, is just being, um, you know, putting everybody else first. Um, That's what gives me joy. That's what brings me happiness is when I can help somebody else, Um, whether that be through Naughty Good and sharing, helping them share their stories through the Woman of the Month um, and highlighting everything that they're doing. Or um, I just think it's about giving. It's about, uh, you know, being kind, um, you know, being selfless and not putting me first. Um, and in a way it comes back to me anyways. Right. So like I, I put other people first, but then it comes back to me tenfold. So, um, I don't, I don't know if that even answers, but it's, it's, it's kind of an obvious answer for me, what be selfless means. Um, what is it, how has the definition changed for you though? Well, I love your answer. Um, and I think like I like you, I love the lifting other people up. And I think that is really where like I feel like selflessness shines. Yeah. Um, so I think what I used to think was that selfless meant just like giving and giving and giving and giving yeah. until you want to like collapse, which is what I've done so many times. Like I over delivered for people and it just was kind of a problem for me on a personal level. Um But so I've kind of reframed it to like, okay, there can be two full cups, like other people's cups can be full and my cup can be full at the same time. And I think it's kind of like in a, like in a marriage, even, you know, like it's not selfish to take care of yourself because when you take care of yourself, you're actually able to better take care of your spouse too. So kind of if I, if I, if my business were my spouse or my work were my spouse, then I would say like both cups can be full. And when they are full, it's just a happier place. No, I love that because you can give a hundred percent, you know, you can only give a hundred percent of yourself, right? If, if you are a hundred percent full, does that make sense? You know I mean? You're, or else you're just going to be tapping into the reserves all the time. And so, um, I, yeah, I, I love that you've, I've learned to say no a lot more. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm being selfish. It means right. I'm trying to save that for, 
you know, certain situations, whether it be my family or whether it be um, clients um, through the design, I, I'll say, you know, there's, I only take on so many at a time because I want to be able to give everything of myself, um, you know, that's in that cup to that person, right. Or to that experience or to that situation. So yeah, I, um, I think that's a great way to kind of reframe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about saying no, because that is to me, you know, it can come as a blow for some people, but it's like, honestly, I say no because I am a hundred percent committed to this or I'm a hundred, like I want to be a hundred percent committed to the things that I do. And if I say yes to every single thing, yes. that's not going to happen. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear that. I have, I get asked, um, a lot to do different stuff and yeah, I've had, yeah, saying no is, is more powerful because it means I can say yes to other stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally agreed. Okay, so let's reflect a little bit on like what life looked like last December as opposed to what like looks like this December. Like maybe for not, you know, maybe specifically for naughty good because obviously we all know the state of the world right now. That's n- n- no surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, for naughty good, oh my gosh, last December, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of know our story. We were like a happy accident where it was just supposed to be one event two Decembers ago. Um, and then it became a business and then I decided to take it myself and run with it. Um, because initially it was with a friend of mine, um, and then just go with it and and actually turn it into a business. So December for me last year was just almost testing the waters. Like, could I do this by myself? Is this, um, you know, it's, it was a vision I've had for a long time, but you know, when you're doing it alone, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of faith. I didn't have a whole lot of um, belief or confidence, right? Because I was, I didn't know. I was like, let's just make it through the holidays. Um, and then, and I did, I made it through the holidays. It was fine. It was successful. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and you would think, I mean, it could have gone one way or the other. And for Naughty Good, it just exploded. And so it became like the entire year was about learning that Naughty Good could deliver my my vision in a way that maybe design couldn't, right? So I, I, I was like, it, it was all about like, Naughty Good Now is exploded for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you've done a pivot in like a totally different way where like, I mean, I think either business you chose, really, you could have made sore this year. And you really saw the one that you wanted to pour your heart and soul into. And you said, that's the one I'm going to dive into. Yes. And COVID did that for me. It was, um, you know, we, you and I talked a little bit about kind of aha moments and that was it for me and that it's not what I do, but it's why and how I do it. And I think Mm -hmm. because for me, 20 years, I was a designer, you know, like that's, that's a long time. And I kind of define myself. That's who I was, you know, I'm a designer. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Um, so to, as we said, as I've said before, to become a redeemed chocolatier, like who, like who does that? Who goes from a designer to be a chocolatier? And initially it was like, well, why would I do that? Why would I leave behind everything I've done? But how about reframe it? And how, you know, how about the fact that the design brought me to this point, you know, and I'm still able to do design and collaborate with other businesses, but in a different way. Um, Yeah. And you will never lose that. Like everything that you send out is beautiful and you just have that, like, it's like a, um, like an innovative mind that you're always coming up with new ideas. And I do think it's because of that background. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, there's a little bit of guilt, right? You, you go for to college and you spend all this time and you're like, oh no, like, how can I, 
how can I pivot and do something completely different? And, and I am still working with, with, um, with businesses from a design aspect, but like I said before, just really paring it down and focusing on them individually and smaller businesses and, and almost looking like consulting with them more so than doing the actual pushing of the pencil. Um, so it's, um, yeah, I, Naughty Good and Tailored Image have taken a new, I did not anticipate this to happen. I did not ex- expect to be here a year later, but um, I've embraced it and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited for you. I've loved watching you sh- shift and pivot because I remember when you were like, I don't know if this is actually going to be anything. And then you have an employee and yeah, yeah, you're, exactly. yeah. you have a part-time employee. Exactly. You know? Um, yeah. Which is so funny. My parents um, who helped me a ton and as just my family, they're like, what does that mean? We're being replaced. I'm like, oh, heck no. It means I still need you, you know, because they're, they're, <laughs> they work for bites. <laughs> I was going to say, do they work for bites yeah. or... <laughs> And so I'm like, no, no, I still need you. They actually just messaged me this morning. They're like, I've got a hundred boxes coming over to you. Like they um, put together my boxes, not with the chocolate, but the boxes themselves. I've got a hundred of them coming over to you this morning. I'm like, okay. So like that's, you know, I need, I need all hands on deck. So yeah. So it's pretty exciting. You know what I was just thinking Um, last December, I think it was December 12th. It could have been. Yeah, I think it was the 12th. So it was the same week that we're doing our panel event this year. Last December, we did a holiday party at Coho with like all of these local vendors. And I mean, what a difference now because I don't feel like those things are happening. Um, But I I also was in a like I think I was just kind of like we had just closed down our retail store six months earlier and I was just kind of like getting my feet underneath me and then this happened um like I was really just sort of like okay this is how I want my business to go and then like then suddenly this happened and also like you I got way busier but at first it was busier in ways that I didn't want to be busier um so I had to like really take a step back and be like okay what am I like I need to be ultra clear on what services I want to provide for people because it's not sitting there and like posting things to social media all day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be production artist. Like I, that's not what, you know, that's not where I bring the value. Right. And so same with you. And I know you and I have so many discussions about how are you going to grow, you know, how to grow. She built this and you know, what our ultimate dreams are. And, um, I think you're taking all those right steps for, you know, to, to get to that point. I think we're in a very, it's funny because we're very different businesses, but very similar paths. Does that make sense? Do you know? Like, Total. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always fun to be able to bounce ideas off off Emily. I always know though, past what, nine o'clock, you won't get a text back from Emily. <laughs> at, at night? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's funny. Before we got on this uh, podcast, I was saying that I'm not a morning person, but I'm also not a night person. <laughs> like I'm just, I just really like my sleep and I like my time in the morning to wake up. I. It's been so, that is one thing about this, um, Uh, let's call it the pandemic like back in March I started not really having as much of a schedule about when I woke up and that has just really stuck for me and I have really been working on just like letting my body sleep until when it wants to and my body wants a lot of sleep so I just have to let it do it like I don't know what else to do you know I I hear I hear you I don't wake up to an alarm I mean always wake up at the same time because I've got kids to get ready, but I do not wake up to alarm. I used to for four or five years. 
I woke up three days a week at 4.30 a.m. and went to a um, a hit class in town that started at 5.00 oh for four years. And I loved it. We had an amazing group of women and it was, an, it was so inspiring. But then things kind of fell apart, you know. It was actually pre-pandemic that our, our trainer ended up um, – having to, she ended up finding a a job somewhere else. And so we kind of fell apart a little bit, but I welcomed it since March. I was like, okay, I'm sleeping in. I'm not getting up early to work out. Like (laughs) it's just not happening. So, uh, I hear you, you know, yeah. do what works for you in every, any season of life. Right. Agreed. And not so many places to be. So, you know, Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. Don't have the pressure of feeling you have to be there. Right. Yes. Yes, but um, all right. So I, I want to ask you a question because okay, shoot. we've talked about this a little bit. But we both, both of us, are super passionate about helping women. Um, and I just want to know what is your key driving force. I want to know your why. So I was thinking about this while I was walking this morning. Um, and yesterday, someone in the groups, uh, in the VIP group, said something that made me like really, it like really jumped out at me. Um, she was talking about how she is missing the connection with like getting coffee with people and things like that. And I, I understand because there is something about like a coffee date that isn't Zoom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I decided to write this person a handwritten letter because like in my mind, letters are very connecting. Like they're something we used to do like when we were in like high school and things like that. So my why I would say is that that feeling of like doing it alone in any aspect of your business. Like, you know, when people think about marketing, it makes their head swirl. When people think about all these things that they need to do to be successful, it makes their head swirl. And it can be really, really overwhelming. And I think that as entrepreneurs, we go through that like in roller coaster rides, you know, each and every day. And I never want somebody to feel like they're on that roller coaster ride alone. Oh, I so, love that. I would say that is my why is like, I, you know, I've been there. Like I've been, I joke that at the mattress store, I would like lay on the floor in the back, like not even on a mattress and just feel like so alone. And like, nobody understands what I'm going through. There's nobody to like talk to about this and except my husband, but he has heard it a million times. Um, And I just never want anyone to feel like that. And I know that, you know, at times we do. And so I think having a community that you can reach out to when you're feeling that way is super, super important. I, you know, it's funny that you um, say that because, well, not really funny because it's it's very fitting that you say that because um, back in August of 2019, I had made that decision to leave and, uh, or not leave, um, to take this business and, and run with it by myself. I mean, it was a good couple months where I, pondered over it. Like, do I do this? Do I do it by myself? Do I see if somebody else has any interest in joining me? Um, And when I decided to do it, one of the first things I did, I had been on, I think I'd been in your, um, in the Facebook community before it was, she built this. It was something else before, right? It was- um, Chicks that mean business. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think you had changed the name um, had just changed the name and all of a sudden I started to see all kinds of activity. Right. And so I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll watch. And then you had, you posted about the event and I knew from, from my years as a designer that you have to network, like you just have to network. So I was like, well, I'll go to this event and I'll reach out to her and, um, you know, see if she wants anything for the swag bags. I had some, obviously August is slow for chocolate. So I was like, I could, you know, do something like that. And 
because I was feeling, and I think before that I was feeling so alone. I was feeling like, you know, but I was like, well, I'll just put my foot out there or whatever. I'll just get out there. And, um, you were one of the first things I, you know, your event was one of the first places I did that. And you, everything your, your why is being answered. I mean, just in my story, because so much of why I'm doing what I'm doing right now is because of the community you have provided. Um, you know, like I, these women who have been able to be like, I, I, that I met in person or that I've met online since and how, you know, how supportive they are. And, um, you know, even though, you know, from a marketing standpoint, that, that's my background, but it doesn't have to be just that, right? You're just like, you're not feeling like you're alone. I can reach out to any of these women and be like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking this. And um, they're like, oh, I've totally been there. You know, they get it. There's not, and there's no competition. Like I've had other women business owners in the past who are almost like mad about, you know, not a good success. And I don't get that here in the She Built This community. Like it is a group of women who are cheering us on. And I just, I like you've created that, Emily. And it's been like, that's a big, you know, that's, you know, your, your why is happening. So um, I can't thank you enough for that. I know that's- Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. <laughs> thank you. And and I think that that's another thing I forgot is like that feeling when we're all in the, like in the room, Yeah, it was like no competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's all just everybody cheering each other on together and wanting to learn together. So yeah. thank you for saying that and sharing that because- yeah. That is the why. Yeah. Um, and, and it circles back to, you know, the the definition, I think, of selflessness mm-hmm. for for both of us is just like you can still be get, like it in in this giving in this way really does fill me up, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, we can. We, there's so much room for all of us at the table, you know? Um, you know, I think there's definitely situations where some people are mm, you, you can feel the vibe when they're doing something, you know, they're not it's, it seems, I don't know if the spiteful is the right word, but for the most part in the She Built This community, anybody who's doing something, you know, parallel to what you're doing, it's not competition. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, and I welcome all those people to the table, you know, it's not, they're doing it because they're inspired by what you're doing. Um, and I just like to be there to help them with that. You know, like, I think it's a, I don't know, it's a great community of women. And I think if somebody comes to the table, with a different thought in mind, like it's about competition. Once they come to that community, they realize this isn't what that's about. You know, yeah. they, and I think they learn to change their tune. You know, and I think like, that's a really good lesson for us all because if, you know, I think about it like I see people doing it too. And I start to get that, like, not imposter syndrome. I, well, I guess imposter syndrome is a little bit of it. And we're on like, oh my gosh, I need, like, that should be my client or I should be doing that. Yeah. But it's like, stay in your own lane, put your blinders on because there's enough for everyone, A. And B, not every single person is going to jive with you. So, like, I don't want every single client. I'm not a good match for every single client. And, you know, and she built this isn't a good match for every single person. So I think it's just really important to realize, like, you will attract the people that you're supposed to attract when you are genuine and authentic and just yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're, it's, um, it's been, it's been absolutely that for me with regard to she built this. So kudos. So now I want to hear your why. Okay, so I don't know if mine is like as um, I, I don't know if it's as what's the word I'm looking for as kind of defined, but it's um, 
I a little, I think a little background and I'll make it really quick, but I obviously have been designer for a long time and then got to this. Um, but at the same time, and I know a lot of, a lot of your listeners know, and those who don't, I had lost a son when he was, um, just nine days old. Um, that was 13 years ago now. Um, but so at the time, 13 years ago, I also started, um, a nonprofit from like initially my husband and I were like, we are going to do this because we want everybody to remember him. We want to honor him. It was about him and us. Then I started to go to support groups and meet other women and, and moms who had lost babies. And I was like, this is so much bigger than me, right? This is so much bigger than my son. Um, and so I was that, um, we started to have all kinds of women involved and it was no longer about my son. It was about a, any woman who had lost a baby, whether it was 50 years ago or, or, or not. Um, and so I was designing, obviously I was designing at the same time as, as we had that nonprofit. And then the nonprofit, we started to slowly, it just got to be a lot, a lot of the families who were part of it. Um, we all were having, our kids were older, you know, it was becoming more active in, in sports or whatnot. We just didn't have the time. So we decided after eight different years that, or eight years that we were going to end it. Um, so that brings me to, I don't know, what did we have five years ago? Um, at the same exact time I was like done having kids and, um, I really looked at design and I was like, I don't want to do exactly this for the next half of my career. Like it just, it seemed like, I'm like, I don't want to, it, it, I was working with a lot of corporate clients. And so I struggled for a good few years trying to figure out, to find out what, um, you know, what it is I was going to do next. Um, and then Naughty Good, again, just a happy accident fell in my lap. And I realized what I was missing all this time wasn't necessarily being creative in design. And it wasn't necessarily my design clients um, or what I was doing for them. It was the helping of other women or helping of other people. And so, um, and that it's so much bigger than me. Like that was what I was missing. And Naughty Good showed me that because I know we're just a box of chocolates, but the response we would get from people because of the experience are, you know, you're really purchasing the experience more so than a box of chocolates. Um, was I was a lot, I was able to cheer on women from afar, like I was during our nonprofit event, um, during, you know, sharing on all those women who had lost babies and helping them tell their stories and celebrate their babies. Now they could celebrate each other. Like, so I think my why is it's, it's because it's bigger than me. It's so much bigger yeah. than me. This isn't about me. It's about, you know, other people being able to cheer on each other and celebrate each other. Does that make sense? It, That's what. Oh, totally. Are. And like, think about the multifaceted way that you do that. Like, first of all, I think the, the spirit of naughty good is to give back, right? So like yeah. you encourage people to buy the bites for the people that they care about and people that are going through things. And then you highlight all of these women of the month yeah. and tell their stories and inspire other people around them. And then in a third, in the third dimension, you also give back to like nonprofits and charities and collaborate with other women. So it's kind of like a yeah. triple win. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it is. And so I think, yeah, it's, you know, I, I just, and I know my son taught me that like it was, it was his loss that you know, I, I remember sitting in a, in a, um, I was helping a friend, um, with revamp, a, a, a camp that she has, um, so that she could start renting it out. And I remember sitting there with a friend and, 
it was when my event was the, the nonprofit was coming to an end. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to continue to honor my son. And she's like, you can do so much more. And it doesn't have to be through an, like a direct, you know, working with moms. It didn't have to be that way. Um, right. You know, and, and I think I, sh- I think I shared this with you too. It was interesting. This just popped in my mind. Um, kind of, it kind of came tenfold on my son's birthday this year. Um, it was like 11. So his birthday was August 29th and it was like 1130 at night. I get this ding and it says I, my phone dings when I have an order. Right. And so I look at the order and it was from a mom who was sending boxes of chocolates to her um, delivery to the nurses from the um, nurses who delivered help deliver her baby um, at the hospital where my son was born. And I was like, like, even though I'm not directly working with these moms or these nurses, like these people, like they're doing it themselves, you know, like, yeah. who was that, that they were honoring these women who helped them deliver their baby. Um, and it was on his birthday. So I don't know. It's, I don't know, it just kind of comes full circle. So I'm not directly working with those moms, but indirectly I am or the team of doctors or, you know, I don't know. I just think it. I just uh, love that story. It is literally bigger than a bite. (laughs) It is. And that's why we say it. Exactly. It's like play on words for sure. But yeah, like, I don't know. That's, I was a long winded why, but my why is because it's bigger than me. I guess. Which you know. which is why it should be long-winded. And there's no such thing as long-winded. <laughs> you know, it's just talking. Yeah. It's just talking. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, I have another question for you which is like a little bit of a we're going off off trail a tiny bit. But I want to know like legitimately how the heck you do it all because <laughs> two two reasons. First of all, I don't know how. And second of all, I want you to be able to like pass on some little nuggets or inspiration to like the mompreneurs who I hear doing this all of the time. So I want to know how you do it all because you do. You run two two businesses. You help your husband with his business. You have three children and two dogs and it's yeah. crazy. You know, it is it is a little crazy, but um I I can't say it's ever clean. It's um it's I'm I like to consider myself a bit of a hot mess, um, but I own it. Like I never, ever once pretend to be somebody I'm not. Like for people who know me, um, I have this one friend who um, she will laugh. I'll, you know, I'll be in the kitchen and, and, and she'll be sitting there having a cup of coffee or something. And I mean, my mind is just going 500 different directions and I can't focus, you know, I'm like one way. And then I think of another thing and she's like, you're just, you know, it's, it's like the squirrel moments. I mean, at it like she witnesses it you know right live in person and I think I own that so I don't try to be pretend to be somebody I'm not um but I also I think I I try really hard to pick and choose things that I can like we talked about um before about picking and choosing those areas like being able to say no and Mm -hmm. focusing on specific things during specific times so my my daughter and my son both run uh, cross country. My daughter is now um, in high school, so I no longer coach her, but I did coach her in middle school. And I know during the fall, I need to cut back, not this fall because they didn't have it, unfortunately, um, but I need to cut back and I get to focus on that and I get to coach my kids. Um, so I cut back in some other areas, right? I might not take on as many design clients or I may tell my husband, Hey, you got to handle all your invoicing (laughs) or, you know, it's, it's a, it's just a balance, I think. Um, and I think it's a saying no, being true with who you are. Don't try to, you know, I don't, 
I don't try to act like I have it all put together because I certainly don't. I mean, you know, I know you, you know, you and I definitely have plenty of um, conversations where I admit, like, if I, I might forget something, I forget it a lot. Or I tell people, like, you need to send me a reminder on that. Don't be, you know, you won't offend me <laughs> if you need to remind me to do something. Um, I think, and I try to just have people around me that I can feel comfortable with having those flaws and having them help me. I can't do it alone. You know what I mean? I have an amazing husband who is so willing to help. Obviously my parents are amazing. My kids are super supportive. Um, And I just think, you know, it's, it's not because it's all about me, but it's because I'm willing to give and help them too. You know, like I'm willing to say, okay, Lindsay, put aside yours. You've got to, um, you know, you got to help your husband or you got to be there for your kids and coach them or um, be there for your parents. And then, and then it comes back to you. It's just a balance. It's a give and take. I don't know yeah. if that even answers anything other than, you know, be patient with yourself and, and it's okay if things are messy because they're always going to be messy. They're messy. I love the concept of just being honest and like owning it and realizing that you're never going to have it like exactly in order. Yeah. No, no. And it's never like, there's never a right time. That's the other thing. I learned that, what was it? When I was trying, like when I wanted to um, have our, our, our fourth son, I was like, oh, you know, now's not the time or blah, blah. And I remember somebody saying to me, when is the right time? Like, when is the right time? When is, like, if it's mm-hmm. not tomorrow, if it's not today, tomorrow, something else is going to come up and you're going to be like, oh, not now. Um, just do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, just do it. It. What is that? What is that one? Um, I, you, I've sent it to you a few times. Like entrepreneurs are like, um, they, they jump out of the, of the plane and build the parachute on the way down. Right. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> I That's the way I look at life in, in general, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, it's, you know, and you're going to be scared and sometimes you may not land, <laughs> you may land in the trees, <laughs> you know, and in, in, other times the parachute may work. Um, so it's, it's just trusting in that, trusting in your instincts and, um, and being okay with it being messy, I guess, you know, yeah. it's, yeah. So I don't know. That's really not like, there's no system. I don't have a system in place. I don't have, <laughs> like, I will tell you that there's none of that. <laughs> like I try, I try real hard to have like, Emily knows. She's seen my, you know. I've seen your to-do list. I'm like, oh my God, how does she even read that? It's not English. It's first of all, not English. Second of all, it's not like arranged in any particular order. No. There's no nothing. It's just all chicken scratch. Yeah, it's chicken scratch. And it's, um, but if it, it works for you. It does. It and that's okay. I own it. And I say this works for me and um, it doesn't work for everybody else. But but at the same time, I don't judge anybody else who has to have it a certain way because that works yep. for them. Right. So I just, you know, I always, I, you know, I, I get um, people will ask when they have like people who are having their children for the first time, do you have any advice? I'm like, no, no advice at all. Don't take advice from anybody. Because you have to figure it out on your own. You know what I mean? Like I can tell you what worked for me, but it's not going to work for you. You know, it's, it's a, we all do things our own way and that's okay. You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm huge on making sure this really doesn't have to do necessarily how juggling it all, but just in general in life, I like, I, there's two sides to every story and then there's the truth, right? There's like, mm-hmm. I always like feel like you have to look at the whole picture. Um, and that doesn't even have anything to do with <laughs> the answer of how you do it all, but it just made me think of how. Um, it's okay, you're like the wise Buddha today. We're just we're just like opening our hands and like, yes, tell us another truth. 
like, and people get so mad at me because I'm like devil's advocate. They'll be like, ask me an opinion. And I'm like, well, I could make an argument for either side on that. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> I just want you to tell me you agree with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Sometimes it does. <laughs> I like that because I have a really hard time making decisions. So I like having people that like challenge both sides. Yeah, so. challenge both sides. Yeah, but I totally went off on a tangent, but that's typical of me. So, <laughs> okay, let's talk about. So we have we have two a couple more things. Um, yep. <clears throat> who is coming up next on the Naughty Goodbye Woman of the Month podcast? And are we doing like so? Now I think we're getting into real time, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were for a bit kind of going along with how 2019 was, and so I think now we're just going to January may not be the maybe December or or November, right? So we're gonna kind of just just um. Um, won't necessarily be in line with the actual theme of naughty good month, but I don't think it matters because, right, you know, it's a right. Um, but yeah, so we just featured um <clears throat> a woman named her name is Sadie um or it's Sadie Raymond now she was Sadie Cheney, and her story is incredible. She's um thankfully I've had the privilege of knowing her pretty much my whole life. We grew up in the same town. We went to school together. And she, two years ago, her son was in a horrific car accident um, where they basically told him, told her to say goodbye. And uh, she said, oh, heck no, 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 no. Transport him to Boston. And um, her story is incredible. And she reminds us just everything to be thankful for. Um, You know, don't waste a minute. Um, You know, be thankful for all those little things. Um, And her story is amazing. And, you know, it's it's no secret. You could always, you could Google any of it, but she's, um, her son is alive and he's doing well. And, um, she just released a book called 121 days, which is, um, I, I've known I've, so she, um, kept, um, a journal of digital, like an online journal that we could all read. And each morning I would wake up and be like, is it there? Is it there? You know, like, do we have an update about it? So during this whole journey and she's turned that into a book and, um, I know when I sit down and read it, um, I, I started to, and I was like, I need to put aside an entire afternoon because I won't be able to put it down. Like I, yeah. I've read, I've read it all <clears throat> prior, but not in the book form. And, um, and I just know I won't be able to put it down. It's just a, it's a gripping story of, of just hope and miracles. And, um, yeah, it's, her story is going to be awesome. I think, cause she's a, she's a very quiet person. And the fact that she's sharing her story, um, is a big deal. You know, it's not, it's not somebody, she's not somebody who likes to be out there, but she understands that sharing it will provide hope for a lot of people. So, um, I think that she's going to be a good one because we all, well, I can't wait to have her on and I can't wait to read her book either. I say, I, I put it in my bookmarks yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm excited um, for her to have her on. And then we're also, also going to have the amazing Heather Sweeney on as well. Right? Oh, yes. I can't wait. I yeah. think that's in January or February. Yeah. February, because I think we want her to be recovered from her hike. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Because she's she's going to be scaling Kilimanjaro. Um, so, I mean, amazing, right? That she's she's doing some pretty cool stuff, um, raising money for leukemia. And yeah, so... Um, I'm excited to, you know, chat with her too. She's always a huge inspiration. So, okay. Speaking of huge inspirations, um, we are 
Well, I know we're both very excited about next Thursday night, which is going to be the equivalent of the online She Built This Holiday Party, basically. And we're going to hear from Karen Kenny and Casey Matthews and Shandy Welch, who are going to be talking. Like, basically, my vision for this is we're kind of all a little spent at this point. Yeah. And I think that this year has taken a lot of things, like to my point earlier about the connection, there's just been a lot of things that have been outside of our control. Mm. And so I think the theme of the event is like really like sitting down, regrouping, and just talking about like how can we reclaim some of our power and how can we move forward in an inspired and intentional way into the coming year, especially knowing what we have just been through. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And the other thing I'm excited about that night for is that we are going to be announcing the She Built This Woman of the Year, <laughs> which I'm going to be doing annually. Um, and, and I'm super excited about it. So we had like, what, 15, 16 videos submitted? Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited to see that many people submit a video and they were amazing yeah. like the they I mean I think that every single woman that submitted one every single time I'd watch them I'd be like she's so beautiful like inside and out you know yeah. um and I loved hearing what everybody is um doing in their businesses and how they've had to pivot this year so we have chosen five winners and we chose, so what's going to happen next is um, starting today when we're recording this, people are going to get the opportunity to vote on those five and we're going to have one winner who's going to win $1,000 and she's going to also win like a business building package. And do you want to share some of the things that are in the package? Yeah. So there is an, a website audit, which is um, huge. There is... Um, I'll be for through my design. I'm going to be doing like a branding strategy um, with them to kind of look at what if they have an existing brand, um, or are they, um, you know, looking to to rebrand or build one. Um, so we're going to be doing that. There's going to be a, um, coaching um, opportunities. Uh, there's going to what's the coaching package that's with um, Anna Hayes Harless, right? Yeah, so she put together like this whole holiday bundle, which includes like group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and she's just donating that. Um, and then we even got them, like the one winner is going to get 12 t-shirts branded for them. So yeah. there's a lot of goodies. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a great, it'll, it, it's going to be a great package. And I know that you're planning to kind of highlight this person kind of just throughout the year to kind of see so everybody can watch their progress, right? So it's, it'll be a like inspiration for everybody. Everybody's going to be able to learn something from this person who's going, you know, from the person who's, who's going through from the winner, um, who's going to be experiencing all of this. So I think it'll be really fun to like talk to them at the beginning and then talk to them again at the end and like see what the year did for them. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the concept with the contest. It's not just about winning a thousand dollars. It's about like really, um, helping this person to build a business. And so the people we chose are in the like either in the infancy of their business or they are like ready to get to the next level. And, and most of these women have not been in business for long. Um, yeah. yeah. Amy, they're a looking to flip the script, right? Like, the, the, yes, which they're, they're, they're looking, their business model isn't working right now. So they're, they're looking to completely flip it. Um, and so, yeah. So again, that's almost like starting a whole new business, right? It's in a way because your business model is changing. Um, totally. Yeah. So that was an important 
factor in in deciding for sure. All right. So now we're going to not hold you in suspense any longer. If you haven't already seen the announcement, (laughs) Um, we're going to tell you who they are and what they kind of all are about. So and what they're going to be using the money towards. Um, And then we're going to show you how to watch the videos and vote. So we first first up, we have Amy Magnin, who is a fitness trainer. And if you have ever done one of her classes, I've done one virtually and she kicked my ass (laughs) and I couldn't I couldn't walk for like two days, but it was in a good way. You know that. feeling um she's awesome and really knows her stuff and she has because of this like had to completely stop meeting with people one-to-one and so she's pivoted to working with her clients online and what she's going to be using the money for and I really love this is a website for it's kind of like a portal um for her clients to be able to book with her and and get resources and things like that and to be able to um reach new clients you know the I know she app that she's using right now is great for existing but she needs to be able to market to new clients um in the other thing about her that she did is she literally left her job in the middle of a pandemic and decided to do this full time. You know, um, that's, I mean, that's, that's takes a lot of guts. Um, and I just, I just love, I love her story. I love her tenacity and she's gonna, she's gonna do even whether she wins or not, she's going to be amazing. She's going to, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. And then next up, we have Ashley Oberg, who is from, she has a bar studio, B-A-R-R-E, not like a, not like a go drink <laughs> bar studio, <laughs> although that would be fun too. I know, right? um, and so she has also had a lot of her classes have to pivot online mm-hmm. and virtually. And she has a team of employees that she's also trying to support during this. So she's going to be using the money for the technology to help stream her classes so that she can also reach more customers. Um, And she's also going to be giving back to these hardworking employees that have stuck with her through the thick and the thin through this whole entire thing, which I think is beautiful. And that is another way that I really see this rippling out is that the money's not just going to like one person, but it's also going to her giving back and expanding for other people as well. Absolutely. One of the things about the competition was getting, how are you going to, you know, grow your business? She knows she was, you know, it's clear she can't grow her business without them, you know, and the fact that they've been there, like she says, all the extra cleaning they're doing, all the extra work she's, they're doing, she that business can't grow without them. And you're in supporting your employees is so admirable. Um, and so important. Um, I, I, I thought that was just, I love that she, you know, some people might be afraid to say that, right. Oh, I'm going to, but that's, that's the way her business is going to grow, you know, have yeah. employees and, and, um, and, and obviously the technology, a huge piece of it. Um, so I think that the money will go to great use for that, as well as all the other services that she could benefit from. It's like you said, you can't do it alone. Nope. You certainly- um, and here is another great example of somebody who is totally not doing it alone. So this woman, the, Boo Martin, she has opened an event center. Like here's the whole backstory. She had a, um, her family farm was owned by a nonprofit and she had every, notion that the nonprofit was going to buy the farm from her and she was going to be able to retire. This woman is 68 years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's been an entrepreneur since she was 18. Mm -hmm. And she thought that the nonprofit was going to buy her family farm. Well, that didn't end up happening because they couldn't secure the funds that they needed to. 
And so she had to take back the farm. Like she now owned it and she had to do something with it. Um, and this farm is actually like right in my, my town. Um, so she has opened a, a venue, which is, you guys, it's stunning. It's like that Gorgeous. barn wedding venue. Yeah, I love it. And we're definitely having a, she built this event there someday. Yes. Um, but it she she does a lot of like veterans programs at the lodge and small intimate gatherings and things like that. So right now that's kind of like what her focus is is just like really small things. Um, but with the money, she is going to hold a retreat, like a wellness restore restorative retreat for all of these emergency workers and all of these people that have been on the front lines during this time, and which I think is lovely. It is absolutely lovely, and you know. We would all love to do something like that, right? But the the um, the fact that this is also completely in line with her business, and the fact that it's events is is just perfect. Because in the end, she's going to be giving back to her community, and just like you and I were talking about about being selfless, when you give back, it's going to come back to you tenfold. You know, I just think, um, and what a beautiful way for her to want to use those funds to use her business to give back to the community. You know, it was, it's, it's a direct relation to um, how her business can grow Um, in 68 years old and want like, uh, uh, she's awesome. I hope, I hope that's me. I hope I'm boo at 68. (laughs) I I mean, the woman is a spitfire. I tell you what. (laughs) Um, And she's been, she has a whole beautiful, wonderful story. And and again, we're definitely going to feature whoever is the winner on the podcast. So you'll get to hear like more about them. Um, Okay. And then we have Sarah Elliott, who is providing online services for doula. The name of her business is super cute. It's like baby to bump or bump to baby, bump to baby. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah. Um, So she's, she's offering services as a doula. And as you can imagine, things have changed quite significantly for her as well. So she's now going to be working more on online services as a doula and providing parents with the like support that they need through the whole entire process. Um, and you guys, her video is so cute. She has like a little baby on her shoulder the entire time, (laughs) which is just pretty much all you can look at. (laughs) And you know, she, so she was deemed non-essential, right. Which is, um, during the pandemic, which couldn't like, I think she says almost verbatim, it's couldn't be further from the truth. Um, any of us who have had, had babies know how, vital her role is in that, um, delivery. And I understand, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, in some cases, family members weren't even allowed in like even the husband, like at some hospitals wasn't even allowed in. And that's that, but she's, she's considered a healthcare worker, you know? Um, and so, but to you and I were talking before this, she now, before it was kind of word of mouth, a lot of time doulas and stuff are, it's word of mouth. There's not a whole lot of marketing that has to be done, but now she's trying to go online. It's a completely different business model. So mm-hmm. she's been around, I think she said she's been doing this for seven years, but this is completely different. You know, it's not an extension of what she's, do- I mean, it, it is kind of an extension, but you know, it is completely different way of delivering um, her. Pun intended. Business. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like that? Um, yeah. So she, um, and I think it's something that when she's able to go back to um, being in the delivery room, that this this is just going to be an added bonus to her services. You know, it's it's she's going to be able to reach people further, not just the people who are immediate um, local 
you know, she'll be able to, cause everything's going to be online. So I think it's going to be a huge addition to her business. Yeah. Um, Agreed. The model is able to expand, go back to being in person. She's still going to be able to, um, um, it's just going to help. She's going to grow. Her business will grow for sure. It will be exciting to watch her business go from bump to baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I can't help myself. Okay. Um, and last, only because of alphabetical order, certainly not least, is Sydney Converse, who is amazing, you guys. She was a gymnast for 20 years and like elite level gymnast um, at Iowa State. And what happened was she... Um, sprained broke I don't know what you do to your Achilles but that <laughs> which sounds like hell to me because that yeah. spot on your body is like so painful um and she couldn't compete anymore so while she was like on the sidelines her team took her from meet to meet and Sydney was the videographer and that is how she like started this dream and realized how much she loves videography so when she graduated from college um you know, like all of us do when we graduate for col from college, we're like, "Ooh, I'm going to get myself like a $50,000 a year job. And, <laughs> and you start applying to all these places. And then this happened. Yeah. So she graduated just, um, just in May, right. Of 2020. Was that? When it yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So obviously graduate just in, just in itself. And as she says it in her video, graduating, you know, in, in the middle of a pandemic is crazy in itself. Um, but then I think the thing that a lot of us didn't even consider finding a job for these college students, you know, who are recently new grads, it was like near impossible. She just kept getting, oh, we're not hiring anymore, or we decided to do a different direction because all these businesses couldn't support new hires, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. And then she decided to start a business. Like, she is in the such early stages of, of this. Um, and obviously her video is amazing because she's a videographer, but her story is right up there with the other four ladies um, in that, you know, they're all just fighting for that chance for their business to, to survive and thrive in 2021. So um, yeah, like she, and it goes back to like the, these are the things that, you know, they were that were taken from them that they were forced to kind of like okay this is out of my control and this is how I'm gonna take back my power so yeah yes oh my yeah. gosh you just did full circle <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and she was last night I was um showing my uh my daughter she's 15 and I was like just look you know it's, it's easy for her to relate to somebody who's closer to her age rather than you know myself you know and so she um you know just to see like this is what people you know, this is what you can do. You know, if you, if it's not going your way, make it go your way, you know, yeah. just, um, right. Jump out of that plane and build that parachute on the way down. So, yeah. And uh, then you have your friends talk you down when you're, you know, ready to <laughs> take the parachute off and fall. <laughs> exactly. So I think these five women are, um, like we said, all 15, it was so hard. It was a hard decision. Um, but these ones are all, like the full package, I feel like they could totally benefit from because they're so new or they're pivoting and what they're pivoting towards is so different than their business model that they will benefit the most from, you know, they would have all benefited. Right. But I just think, um, these ones were, you know, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're gonna, yes. they're gonna, we're gonna see a, the biggest amount of growth with these yes. guys. Yeah. 
And and just for the record, everyone, um, two of the judges have decided to remain anonymous, but they we did have four total judges. Um, yes. And Lindsay and I also participated in the judging process. So yes. Um, the uh, the actual one thousand dollars itself, also I can't forget this, is sponsored by Bar Harbor Savings Bank. Yes. Which I bank at and I love very, very much. <laughs> I'm trying to get my husband to do all our banking there, but for now that she built this bank account is there. So <laughs> something, right? Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge um um donation for them to do and I love that they're part of that. Yeah, yeah. big deal. Yeah. All right. So I think we got everything. Oh, you know what we didn't get? Uh-oh. We did not get to what naughty good bite flavor we are, which we need to. Uh, how about this? How about we guess each other's? Oh my God. <laughs> I think I know yours. All right. I'm going to. Okay. Fun. Okay. So I know that, well, should I do a mix? Because everybody we ask does a mix. That's a good idea. Right. So, um, all right. So I know weirdo is one of them. Like it definitely. Is- a the flavor, but you always describe yourself as a weirdo. Um, and of course, when we say weirdo, let's see. I want to make sure that I should know my own um, names. We say weird is a side effect of being awesome. Own it, and so you do that a hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm own it. Are you weird? But <laughs> all right, ready. And I think the other one I would call you would be. I'm going to oh, this is tough. I it's between three. Um but I'm gonna go with empowerment just because I would call because you that's you're just you empower a lot of people to um find their find their truth or um live their truth or you know, like you know, just I think you 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 don't you probably don't give yourself credit for that, but you do that. You empower Aww, thank you. So I think I'm going to say your empowerment, but I could have easily said passionate or motivate too. So you were going to say cranky, Barry. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yours are hot mess because you can describe yourself on that. For sure. Um, and we're just going to let her flail as her hot mess. Yep. <laughs> and then I would say passionate because that is definitely what you are and what you bring to the table in every single thing that you do. Yeah, I would agree. I like, and which is funny because I, I often say like what I've learned since, um, you know, that those years where I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do is to follow the passion, not the paycheck. And that's, you yeah. know, that's certainly where I'm at um, in my life. It's another a- truth bomb. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, so yeah, I think those are good ones. Yeah. Yeah. But for okay. sure, hot mess. <laughs> passion. I mean, like you said, you own it. So I, it's own it. I don't care. <laughs> All right. And I think that's it. So next time you hear from me and Lindsay, we will be having our next Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month on. And if you are not already, um, if you want more info on voting for the Woman of the Year or the upcoming panel event, you just go to www.shebuiltthis.org. I don't know why I say www every time, but I do. And if you want to nominate someone for the Naughty Good Naughty Good Bite Woman of the Month, which is more than just a bite, yep. you can go to naughtygoodbites.com. Yep. Click on the nominate tab and you can fill that form right out. And you can also order chocolate there. Do not, do not be fooled. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me and catching up. I know. That was awesome. Thanks, Em. 
To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.